0: Awesome. Well, welcome everybody to this week's um, Ministry Advancement Training. Mike Binding, would you please open us up in prayer? I would be happy to. Let's go before the Lord in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we're just so thankful to be able to gather today in your word and so thankful for all the teammates on the call. And so thankful to see new faces like Juju and welcome her uh, to this team. And we're so blessed to have her. We just ask that you guide our conversation today and bless us and give us direction. These are uncertain times, but God, we know you have a plan. Just help us to follow that plan and do everything in the name of your son. Mm. We pray always and never ending Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Mike. Uh, So I'm going to share my screen here. uh, Making sure it's coming up. Can you guys see this? Awesome. Campus Ministry Restart. So um, we're talking about really how we're going to kick off campus ministry. This is a crazy year. We all know that. It's been kind of a crazy ending to last school year, and now we're beginning to think about 2020, 2021, and obviously there's a lot of new things that have come up, and we just want to talk through some of the, the realities of where we are, but also the opportunities in front of us and the ways we can innovate and um, just some strategies and best practices that we should be pursuing as FCA staff in our region. So first and foremost, uh, for those of you who have not seen the National uh, Campus Ministry Restart webinar, um, I put the links in here for that. There's a recording. Jeff Martin led that um, with Debbie Job for the basically some of the greatest questions to ask as we think about campus ministry and how we restart. So I strongly, strongly recommend um, that you go and check out those links, especially that second one, the important questions to consider. Um, there are some really great questions about, you know, what does school look like for each school that it's in your area? Where, you know, what are they going to allow? How do we modify? How do we adapt? So. I think that's the starting point for us. If you haven't seen that, um, even if you were on the call, I recommend going to look at the uh, documents attached because they kind of consolidate it and put all those questions in there for us. So that's kind of the first and and the most important thing that I would challenge us to look at. So then regionally, what do we do with this? And that's kind of where we are now. for some of you, we've thought about getting ready to train our huddle leaders for campus ministry with the Keeping It 100 training camp. I know some people are involved with that, and um, that's a great resource. For those of you who are not holding one of those camps, I would strongly recommend that we, as we begin to think about this, we want to be making, um, making disciples who will make disciples, right? That is the, the call, the charge for us as staff. Um, obviously, it's coaches and athletes. So uh, I think the beginning is we plan, you know, make the plans and get prepared for a full reopening of schools. Um, Some schools will have that in our areas. Every area looks different. But if we do the hard work on the front end to prepare our student athletes and coaches to get ready for campus ministry, um, these are tools and things that they're going to need and use as they are a disciple of Christ, irrelevant of whether schools open full-time, hybrid, virtual, whatever. Um, These are great resources. So we made all of the content for the Keeping It 100 training camp as a design, as a template for Huddle Leader Training. That was the purpose, that this could be repurposed and used for Huddle Leader Training for now to the future. So, in that, the content um, I would challenge you to use and think about this has all been created, and you, can, you have access to this. There's the Dropbox link there. But we wanna be training our athletes and coaches on one what is the for, what is the gospel, and how to share it. Um, it's a great resource you know, um, using those, those tools and, and materials. The second thing that's really important as we're making disciples who make disciples is really equipping these, um, coaches and athletes to share their testimony, share their story, using the got the gospel message in the context of their story. So, you know, there's great training resources, whether it's in the E3 handbook, um, E3 playbook, excuse me, or, um, you know, in the athlete's Bible, there's a bunch of places where that exists, but sharing their testimony. So training on that, and then thinking about who is God placed in their circle so we're really challenging coaches and athletes to think about their spheres of influence using that e3 map um, and working through this with coaches and athletes is really important and then this is where the training comes in of, for fca is where do they do this and this will kind of be dependent on where we go with um, the school ministry campus ministry or beyond but irrelevant these are all important things to know so helping coaches and athletes understand the opportunities in front of them. So events, obviously we might have limited opportunities for large group gatherings this year, but it's still important that they know about fields of faith and they know about coaches uh, workshops and things like that. So where, what are the FSA environments? Um, Obviously huddle training, campus, multi-sport huddles is kind of our bread and butter, right? It's where we go to. And then one-on-one, what it means to disciple in a one-on-one relationship. So we present this, we want to train on these things. Um, And then uh, we really felt like as a bunch of people from the region have talked about, and Jeff Martin has recommended the Athletes Bible, I truly believe is one of the greatest resources FCA puts out. And so we want to train these athletes to use this, to know how to use it, how to, what to find, where to find it. Um, So the Athletes Bible training is really important. So that's the content for how to leader training. If you have not done a how to leader training, I strongly recommend that you think about it. Again, if it's virtual, if it's in person, um, if it's with a small group of two or three athletes at each school, and you kind of do a bunch of them in a small way, however works for you, but we want to be making sure this is a priority as we're equipping and empowering the next generation to lead. With that, um, there are resources, like I said, this has all been created through the training camp. So we have a PowerPoint that outlines everything with a teaching script and a schedule outline. We also have an athlete handbook so that you could print it or send it in a PDF that literally walks through each of these components that is in the content above. And then we also have a follow-up plan that we're finalizing. It should be in that Dropbox soon with really just thinking about how we're going to minister to these athletes throughout the year. And so for some people they're doing once a month where they bring all the huddle leaders together. So if you have 10 schools and you have two or three kids, um, bringing them together, talking through, you know, what's going on, what's working, what isn't working. I think it's just a great opportunity to connect um, and connect them together to build community so they can do life together. So there's different follow-up plan opportunities. Those are there, but Again, the biggest challenge is what are you going to do? What is God calling you to do? And what does this look like in your area? So then we get into the considerations of where we are today in today's world with COVID. Um, I think the first thing again is we try for full in-person multi-sport huddles as it's the right fit, as it's the right choice to keep people safe. And um, again, that's kind of our our bread and butter. That's what we go to. That's where we see a lot of growth is bringing community together. So. You have to evaluate each school and what's going on again using the questions from the national training above but is that an option you know regular multi-sport huddles as we know it Um, so that's the first thing the second maybe we do modified in-person huddles so maybe we can have huddles that meet but they meet off campus you know at a different location obviously it's not ideal but we have to kind of innovate and think about ways we can maximize the opportunity because we know that in person often is better than virtual if we can as long as people are safe and we follow the right protocols thirdly you know i think this presents a great opportunity for team huddles as i think about a lot of schools that are moving to hybrid options and i don't know what's going on in each of your areas but at least in maine i know there's a lot of schools that are saying half of the school is going to go in person monday tuesday and then the other half is virtual and then they flip flop for the rest of the week so however so the multi-sport huddle might not be an option before school but those teams are still practicing they'll still be together after school so maybe we think about team huddles and advancing that opportunity Um, you know so just thinking through this what works with the leaders that you have um again smaller groups on the same schedule and then obviously virtual huddles we've kind of lived in that space for the last six months or so maybe not six months maybe it's four it feels like six months um But thinking about whether that's virtual huddles by school, um, maybe we do something larger where you get all of your huddle leaders together virtually, you know, um, different. There's so many ways you can do this, but thinking through it again, praying through it and just finding the best opportunity for the athletes and coaches you have. And um, again, I would challenge you to think about the content with that as well. I know in Maine, we did a girls, uh, girls just show up book club over the spring. And we had a tremendous, tremendous like response to that. At one point, we had 25 girls on a virtual call listening to a book for a half an hour and then discussing it for the second half in small groups. Um, So just show up book clubs using the Athletes Bible, maybe Discovery Bible, um, Bible study content or PRS, all of these things are available. So again, it's just about prayer and figuring out what works. And then other virtual events, a lot of people have done different things. Um, It's so cool to see how FCA staff across the country and the world have innovated um, bringing pro athletes in or using college athletes to share their testimony. Again, this is where we get to dream a little bit about what could we do. So I think at the end of the day, some of the best practices we wanna be kind of keeping in the forefront of our mind are, how can we empower more coaches to lead? This is a great opportunity to bring coaches in you know, who are those coaches we want to empower? Um, and what is your strategy to do that? Where can you plug them in? Where do they fit? What well, makes sense? And then also equipping and empowering these athletes to lead. So again, who are those athletes? And then what is your strategy? Where, where do they fit? You know, whether it's college athletes speaking, you know, so many of these poor college athletes have lost opportunities to compete this fall. Um, and it's so heartbreaking, but they, they might have more time. They might have an opportunity to use their gifts and talents um, as an encouragement. And so, you know, thinking through those kind of things of having them lead some huddles or using them as guest speakers as, as it sees fit. So um, that's kind of the, the training points. These are a lot more questions than answers. But the hope is to get you thinking about what you want to do and what God's calling you to do and what are the new opportunities through this season that we're in. And I love what Jeff Martin talked about, that God knew about this season and, and we shouldn't go back to wanting it to be the way it was. We want to minister and innovate and reach people where we are in the season that God has called us to. And so thinking about it that way kind of was a, a mindset shift for me. And uh, yeah, so I would love to open it up now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop recording for a moment and stop sharing. Um, and let's see here. Gonna pause it here.